Hey, it's John Williams. If your home struggled to stay warm this winter, then you know it's going to be hot this summer. Maybe it's those old leaky windows and doors. Call Next Door and Window, the company we hired. Right now, you'll get buy one, get one 30% off, plus 18 months of interest-free financing. So call 1-800-NEXT-DOOR right now. That's 1-800-NEXT-DOOR or go to 1-800-NEXTDOOR.COM. Hey, we want to thank Houndstooth Saloon for sponsoring the Hogan Johns Live Podcast. With $6.40s, $5 stadium cups, and $5 bombs, Houndstooth Saloon is the place to go to watch football on Sundays. They're at 3369 North Clark Street in Chicago. Or just check them out at houndstoothchicago.com. Podcasts. It's like radio, but it's not on the radio. Obviously unacceptable. Starts with me. Just told the guys in there, this is uh, not who we are. I was proud of our defense. I thought they played their ass off. Rodgers under pressure again. Gets sacked back in the three-yard line. They're showing blitz. Here they come. Rodgers under pressure to get him. WGN Radio presents Hogan Johns. 38-yard field goal is good. And reaching up and making the grab. With WGN's Adam Hogue. Do you know who I am? I'm your friend out here, all right? I've got Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary waiting for you. And from The Athletic, Adam Johns. Oh, it's deep burn. I feel fantastic. Oh, so deep. I feel awesome. First and goal. Rodgers hangs in the pocket, throwing into a lot of traffic, and it's caught with a touchdown. Third and ten. Trubisky to the end zone, and it's going to be picked off. Adrian Amos who comes back to haunt his old team. It is uh, the first game of the year. There's a lot more games left. Here they are. The Adams. Go Bears! Johns. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. There's a lot of scenarios that you could have told me before this game in which the Bears would have lost. Okay. I mean, I thought it was completely rational to... Pick the Packers. Obviously, we didn't, but there were arguments to be made. None of them would have involved the offense, to me, looking that bad. As bad as... I'm not going to say as bad as we've seen here in Chicago, because there's been a lot of bad offenses. But I just could not have fathomed, under Matt Nagy, Mitch Trubisky... David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, with the, all the weapons that the whole everything we've talked about for months now, three points. Yep, yep. Unbelievable. That was Matt Nagy's worst game as a as the Bears head coach. Yes. I wonder. Obviously, I haven't seen every game of his entire coaching career, but it might be the worst. Yes. Is ever. Well, you're going back to KC, but in terms of being the yes. Bears head coach, yes. Oh, so, no question about that. No question about that. Uh, welcome into our Bears Packers postgame show. Packers 10, Bears 3. Obviously, I thought there was going to be more points. <laughs> I think everybody did. Uh, but I thought there was going to be more than 13 points in the first quarter. Yes. Ugh. I mean, I feel like there's a long list of apologies I need to make here on this podcast. Um but what a reality check. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns, J-A-H-N-S. Our post-game reaction up at WGNRadio.com slash Bears and The Athletic. TheAthletic.com. Find The Athletic app. A lot of good coverage, not just from Adam Johns up there, but Kevin Fishbane, Mark Lazarus, John Greenberg. You had the whole crew here tonight. Um, so check it out there. 
we got to start with the offense, though. I'm going to start here. Because out of all the stats and storylines we can talk about, Tariq Cohen had zero carries. It's bad. Not just like zero in the second half or zero in the fourth quarter. He, Zilch. He had nada. Zero yep. in the entire game. Bad. And David Montgomery, who I thought looked good when he touched the ball, had one in the second half. Bad. 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 Mitch Trubisky attempted 45 passes in a one-score game. One-score game. And I think he actually dropped back 53 times. Yes. Not good. Not good. This game got away from Matt Matt Nagy, in a sense. I don't know how you have that type of disparity. I don't know how you can't find some type of rhythm. And I know the offensive line was bad. They were really bad. Holding penalties. They had a third and 40 today, Adam. Yeah. A third and 40. Which actually was a first and 40. Yes. And then it was second There's no play calls for any of those plays. And then it was third and 40. (laughs) Just just brutal. Like, even when they they start looking good, bad things happen. Well, no rhythm, no flow, out of sync the entire game. And when you talk about Matt Nagy, how'd you put it? Like lost the game, like uh, lost control. The game got the away game. from him. You got away from yeah. him. I thought the 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 biggest example of that was when he went for it on fourth and ten. Yes, which was right after the Bears were moving the football and Mitch threw. I thought it was a pretty good ball to Allen Robinson down the right sideline on a double move, a bread and butter play, a play yeah. that I'd seen many times going back and watching the film from last year. At least that route and that throw. And Tremont Williams made what may have been the play of the game there. Yeah. Because he got beat and he managed to recover. And how old is Tremont Williams now? He Tremont Williams is like 46 years old. He recovered and managed to push Allen Robinson out of One of the plays of the game. So you've had this entire frustrating game. You finally looks like you're going to get like within the five, inside the five-yard line there on that player, inside the 10 at least. And... Then I think they had a penalty right after that. They had the delay a game, I think, right after that, I want to say, which was inexcusable. And it just felt like 4th and 10 after they just gotten down there. You add up all the frustration. That seemed like a call that was made out of frustration. You're passing on a 50-yard field goal, which... 51 to be exact. 51, okay. Um, Nagy said that that was beyond the range that Chris Tabor gave him. How? I don't know. I don't how. know. There's no wind. The wind didn't seem... I get that the wind can be fluky, different here. Swirls around, comes in underneath the video screens, whatever. I mean, if that's 100% accurate, that means they don't trust Eddie Pinero. Yes. Right? Which I guess is maybe uh, valid, but here, here's my biggest problem, though. If you're not going to kick the field goal there, you punt. Yes. And I said this to you in the moment. Yes. I said, I would have punted the ball. Yeah, yeah. You pin them back. Your defense is playing great. Bizarre. But to go for it, to actually, that just seemed like it was almost desperate. Yeah. Like, just you're so frustrated. Like he, like, he already sensed the game was getting away from but him. But you just, he would, he was being stubborn. He yeah. was, he was being stubborn. He felt like they should have been inside the red zone there. They backed themselves up. It was a stubborn decision. Yes. Is what that was. Yes. They got served a big plate of humble pie tonight. Look, the defense was fantastic. No regression there, and and I don't know if the Packers are going to be very good offensively. They still got Aaron Rodgers. They had one great play today, 
and that was the difference for them offensively. Yeah. One great play. Cleo Mack wasn't on the field. Haha, Clinton Dix is off the field, too. Deion Bush just got lost. Prince Kamara got beat. Big play. Deep pass. Aaron Rodgers does what he does. But the offense, for everything they've said leading up to this game, 202, yada, yada, yada. They feel good where Mitch is at. They got served a big plate of humble pie today. It, what's weird is I felt like early in the game, Nagy was trying too hard to try his new stuff. Yeah. And get Cordero Patterson involved, get David Montgomery. Like he was almost forcing it. Yeah. And yet the game's over, and you look at the stats, and. Like Adam Shaheen, one catch, two targets. Anthony Miller wasn't targeted to the, like the third to last throw of Mitch Trubisky in the game. Yes, uh, and that I was thinking that was the ankle, but like even Taylor Gabriel wasn't really involved until the second. Okay, so half. so Dan Durkin brought this up. If Taylor Gabriel or Taylor Gabriel, if Anthony Miller is really hobbled, yeah, then why is he on kickoff? That's a good point. Yeah. Then that doesn't make sense. Yeah, why One was why, why was Taylor Gabriel finally targeted in the fourth quarter? And we don't get the play counts until the morning, but I don't feel like he was on the field that much. Who? Anthony Miller. Miller yeah, yeah, like it wasn't even just a matter. Javon Wims was out there more. It felt like Patterson was out there more. It felt like. And I guess my point is, for as much as it felt like earlier they were trying to get the ball to Patterson, trying to get the ball to Montgomery. I mean, Montgomery finished with six carries. Yeah. He finished with one target and one catch, and it was a nice catch. And Patterson was targeted three times, and he was given that carry on third and one. It, it Nothing here makes sense. Like, it just doesn't add Even up. the script, you, you mentioned the, the earlier stuff about running the, their new stuff. The scripted stuff seemed nonsensical. Yeah, it, well, that, it just seemed like they were... Yeah, I mean... It, At some point, you just have to play a little bit of football, right? It seemed like Matt thought he was going to cut them off, caught them off guard with all this stuff, and yeah. none of it worked. No, no, none of it no. worked. And we got to talk about the quarterback. I don't think the quarterback was given a fair shake tonight. I don't think his coach helped him. I don't think his offensive line helped him. Um, but he didn't play well. No, he he did not play well. He did not look good. He missed throws high. He didn't look comfortable. Um, the delay of games. I mean, there well, was some of that's on Nagy. He, he, like Matt Nagy said afterward that he was willing to accept a delay of game penalty. He could call the timeout too. Help your young quarterback. I, I get that Trubisky has to be, be aware. In that position. Yes, but the, he said there was a personnel. That's the kind of stuff problem. in year three. That's yes. That just it can't happen. Do you see this? Tremont Williams quote from our guy Matt Schneidman who was on our podcast the other day from The Athletic. What do you got? Tremont Williams on Mitch Trubisky. Quote, we wanted to make Mitch play quarterback. We knew they had a lot of weapons. We knew they were dangerous. We knew all of those things. But we knew if we could make Mitch play quarterback that we'd have a chance. We played quarterback, just not very well. (laughs) That's that's an indictment. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, and this, and we'll we'll get so that's going to be getting uh, tweeted galore. Yeah, I bet. I already retweeted it. Whoops. Um, 
We'll hear from Nagy and Trubisky here in a moment, but I, I do want to bring up one talking point because I was asked this coming out of the locker room by Kevin Powell, who is also here tonight for WGN Radio, and he said, uh, I kind of still think last year's week one loss was worse. Blowing the 20 nothing lead. No, this is worse. And I immediately objected. That may have been more of a crushing defeat, like in the moment. Yes. You know, like because you blew a big lead. But you and I, I still remember doing that post-game show that night last year at Lambeau. Like, I felt like a lot of our thoughts about the team coming into the season were validated Yeah, in that game, even though they lost. Like, oh, Nagy can coach. Oh, he's a good offensive mind. They did a lot of good things here. Defense was really good. All those things, the, those boxes were still checked even though they blew a lead and lost. Tonight was concerning, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how else to explain it. I never would have thought that they would have come in here and looked like they regressed that much on offense. Not with the new weapons, not with Mitch going into now, the, the, the following. I think we, we always have to preface this in saying this is just one game. There's 15 more of these. But isn't... Yes, I understand, but... That's why I thought last year you could get over that loss. Yes, yes. Because you still look pretty good doing it. Yes. They look completely inept offensively Yes, they did. Tonight. Yes, they did. Now, they, they looked outmatched by a Green Bay defense. They had, what, five, six, seven new starters? And maybe that's the thing. Maybe we underestimated this defense. I mean, all week long I said, I think they're good. I don't think they're great. Maybe they are great. We don't know that. We don't know that's that yet. One. The Bears better hope they're great. Yeah. Because I don't know how else to explain what happened tonight. Well, I think the tendency in football coverage is always to... Like, I'm going to go back to my old friend John Fox, right? Crisis or Carnival. Oh, yeah. Because there's so much at stake in, in these games. We saw last year how seasons can turn after week one losses. But you're right in saying, to use your word, crush. This was a crushing defeat. The optimism is 100% on the other side of the ball. Defense, but at least you yeah. had that. Yes, yes. Although, yeah, you know what? And I know you want to grasp for any positives offensively. I know. Like you know, there, there are no. Like with all due respect to what Allen Robinson did tonight, he can't be like Mitch Trubisky would eye him down way too much. Yeah, thirteen targets, yes. seven catches. Yes, yes. The disparity in spreading the ball around, spreading the wealth. It's tough to swallow, too. But here's the thing. I mean, Matt's, Matt Nagy's always talking about tendencies, right? Is Drake Cohen a wide receiver or is he a running back? Well, one after tonight, you because would say if you're a, not a wide gonna, receiver. if you're not going to give him a carry, then every time you put him in the backfield, they're going to know you're not running the ball. Yeah. He doesn't get a carry, but he gets 10 targets and 8 catches. That, so that's my thing. Is, is he is he a wide receiver or is he a running back? I mean, that's that disparity right there with just one player is hard to explain. So I don't know. I think I think there's some some giant red flags. I mean, I, I still don't know how to explain it though. I mean, it, like big picture wise, this offense has to be better than yeah. this. I don't yes. know how. No, they have to just be, based yeah. off of what we saw last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they could have all gotten worse. Yes. Why was the offensive line so bad? Yeah, yeah. Was it just because Cody Whitehair and we James saw Tariq Cohen drop a couple passes? Um, 
out of sorts. I, I, I don't know if uncharacteristic is the right word to use. Was it Trubisky or Nagy who used that word? Because I think this offense needs to prove what they are, but it's there's when there's so much bad to go around, I know you need your quarterback to pull you out of this. But sometimes you need your head coach to help him. Yes. Especially if he's the play coach. Well, and this was a full team, not full team, but full offensive team disaster, I thought. Like, everyone had a play a problem with the play call to Cordero Patterson on third and one where they lined him up and hand him the ball. I'll agree. It's a little weird. Yeah. Of a play. That's one I would... I would You're talking ch- about the Patterson three and one? Third yeah. And one? Yeah, I would... Well, yeah. hang on. Let me finish because I, I would chalk that up as like, yeah, you're trying a little too hard there, but at the same time... James Daniels completely whiffed on his block. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. And, and so it's not just the play call; it's the execution too. And, and I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Bob. Kevin Fishbane turns to me at that play. He goes, "We all know Patterson's getting mobbed, right?" I'm like, "Yes, we saw this in camp. Yeah, we saw this in camp." And, and look, we whatever the but Packers, the Packers didn't see. In camp, yeah, but, but come they on, still knew but, it was but come coming. On. Come on, come on. Maybe they saw a tell or or, what, or whatnot. Yeah. But to me, it was obvious. When it's obvious to, to us in the press box what's happening on the play call, you know these scouts with their advanced research, whatever you you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. We all knew Cordell Patterson was getting the ball in that situation. Yeah. Not good. And, yes, James Daniels did a, a full-on Olay and just he was on the ground. His assignment was in the yeah. backfield. Kenny Clark went right by him. Yes, Olay. So I, I mean, it's that's what I'm talking. I mean, that kind of that play. It was not a good night all. for the young I don't, I don't like the play call. I don't like the execution. And the Packers player was good. Yes, I mean, you know, the Packers. This thing, the Packers defense played very well. Yeah, they deserve credit. And we question if Adrian Amos could uh, get an interception. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did. Perfect, course, perfect finish. I know. Well, so does Bryce. Callahan you know, get, you know, Bryce Callahan get the pick next week. Oh boy! You know, I, I, I do think I, I don't know who the cornerback was. There, there may have been a little box out there uh, on Allen Robinson. Yeah, if, if you well, if you watch that play, play but yeah. I, at the end of the play, yeah. I saw three Packers yeah. around Allen Robinson. Yes, yes, threw in the triple coverage, threw in the triple coverage. But that this goes back. You know, Adrian Amos just read Mitch Trubisky all the way. He would know what Mitch is capable of and what he likes in those certain situations. Yeah. Bad throw, bad play, bad day, bad night. That play happened at one fifty eight on the clock. But didn't it start before? Was that the two-minute drill, or was it... Um, well, they moved the ball down the field pretty right. well. But so you, but you're you're referencing no the the you inter- said there was a box out the interception play and Trubisky mentioned something like that too yes Do you know where I'm going here because if that play happened two o three challenge the play yep yep challenge it if you thought that there was a pass interference there. Challenge it. This is another example how this game got away from me. So then that wasn't coached well either. If that's what they're all saying after the game and you're saying you saw it, there's a new rule. You can challenge it. Yes, yes. Challenge for PI. We saw Matt LaFleur do one, which was a a bad challenge, by the way. So if if I'm ranking... But in that moment, you have nothing to lose. Yes. Well, yeah, except the game. Well, I guess you need your timeout. Yes. Well, come on. Come on. You know, would you rather have... The three first interception, or it just you know, for for a guy who takes risks, you know, this game just seemed to be very anti 
Nagy, it took them too long to get aggressive. When they got aggressive, they, they kicked themselves in the shin. They, they you know, the, the penalties came. You know, so if, if I'm ranking the reasons the Bears lost tonight, all right, to me, it's Nagy. The game plan just didn't work, and they did not adjust well. Yes, the players still have to play, but sometimes these play calls, the play calls were just bad sometimes. Yeah. Trubisky needs to be better. He's number two. Then Aaron Rodgers made one great throw the entire game. One. That's kind of what's concerning here. I mean, did this Packers team walk out of Soldier Field tonight looking like they're a clear-cut favorite in the NFC North? No. I don't no, feel that no, way. No. And yet you played that bad against them. Yeah. Yeah. Weird one. Week ones could be weird sometimes, though. They we can't. saw that last year. Yeah, we talked about the other night. The Saints lost to the Bucks. That's true. And they looked really bad in that game. Yes, that's true. And that was true. certainly an outlier with the way the rest of the season went. Yes, so they got plenty of time to figure it out. But the humble pie, maybe the humble pie is good for them. Yeah. They're going to have to prove it against good old Vic Fangio. Although if I'm remembering that game right, that Saints-Bucks game, not to keep harping on it, wasn't it like in the 40s for both teams? I want to say the problem was that the Saints couldn't stop the yes, Bucks. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's not like Drew Brees was out there looking that bad. Yes, yes. The the Bears' offense was pathetic today. At what point do you get concerned about Trubisky? I think he's actually fortunate that the next game is on the road. Yeah. If this game... If, but it, I if don't know if he's fortunate that it's against Vic I Fangio. know. I know what you're saying. Just but hear me out on this point. He got How many times was the offense booed tonight? Five, six? A lot. And they got louder with every boo. Yeah. You know, if this game was next week, if if they were hosting the Broncos and Vic Fangio does something similar like like Mike Pettin, I mean, I, I don't know if he could recover from it. I, I really don't. The booze would be emphatic. I'm going to pull an audible here. I was going to play Nagy first, but since you're kind of on this topic, let's hear from Mitch here, who, to me, was as down and disappointed as I've ever seen him. Yeah. He left this. This is my lead of my story. He left this suit in his locker. Yeah. Have you seen that before? Yeah, I, I was thinking about that during the press conference that he was just up there in sweats. Yes. And yes. And I was like, I don't remember this happening before. No. Except for when he had the Dicka outfit the one time. And the Christmas lights. But it's yeah. different. Yes. Yes. And here, just listen to him here. Hear the tone of his voice. He was down. Mitch, how do you feel like you played? Not that good. Not that good. Um, definitely left a lot of plays out there. Um, just myself and as an offense, we really couldn't find a rhythm there. Um, struggle on third down, obviously, that was apparent. Um, so we got we to gotta be better on first and second down So to stay in manageable situations on third down. I feel like I made some good throws here and there, make some, made good decisions for the most part, but um, it, it, I think it was just sloppy by myself and uh, as an offense as a whole, just uh, going through all our procedures, and um, it, it was just tough. We couldn't find a rhythm. So it, it's, it's, it's really frustrating because it's very uncharacteristic of this offense, um, especially the way we've been practicing. 
Um, but the type of guys we got in there, obviously we had our defense, special teams battled all night to keep us in it. So um, we, we just got to continue to pull together, uh, look within ourselves and, and find answers to make sure we're not feeling like this again. But um, I definitely feel like uh, I let a lot of my teammates down and uh, the fans down but with, with the way I played. And uh, I definitely felt like I could have done better. Yeah, just the of expectations you had for yourself. How much of a letdown is this and how do you just kind of put this in the past? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't really buy into all the hype and hoopla surrounding the game, just kicking the season off. Uh, I really tried to look at it just like it was the first game of the season and we still got a bunch more to go. Um, but yeah, when you allow yourself to just buy into that and make it more than it is, you just don't perform the way you wanted to. And I don't think the environment and all the hype leading up to it um, is why we played the way that we did or way the way I played the way I did. Um, it, it's just kind of we just didn't do what we need to do tonight. So I just need to do my job and um, come back, look at this film, be critical on myself, which I will, and uh, just make sure we're better. It should feel like you guys are have anything to do with you playing three snaps in the preseason and not taking a hit since January. Did that contribute to this at all? Um, I know you guys are going to try to draw like comparisons like that and um, – it, but but really, it had. I wish I could have said this before. The snaps in the preseason has nothing to do with the way like we execute, execute or the sloppiness was tonight because it was just like that's, we weren't we weren't doing that in practice. We were smooth in practice. It was crisp, getting in and out of the auto, getting calls in, um, and just everyone doing their job and executing our plays. So it just seemed a little scattered tonight um, with all our personnel's and um, just just trying to find a rhythm and trying to find our identity on offense. And we just put ourselves in in bad situations and shot ourselves in the foot so um, you could maybe attribute it to that but I think that's kind of a stretch it's just we were uncharacteristic of who we usually are tonight as an offense and um, I think we just need to do our job but we we just couldn't find a rhythm and I don't think it's because we didn't play in the preseason because uh, we, were, we were rolling in practice and it just didn't translate uh, the week of practice we had to the game and uh, we're going to look at the film and try to find out why and, and make sure it doesn't happen again. It seemed like you hit an offensive rhythm uh, before the interception in the end zone. What, what happened on that last play there? Yeah, that was a frustrating one. I wish I would have had that one back. It felt really good when it left my hand, and I thought I put it in a good spot for A-Rob. Uh, didn't didn't uh, keep my eyes on the safety long enough, and uh, uh, it, it looked like there was a little contact there, and maybe I should have went in a different spot. But we kind of were, were in our stuff rolling there, and that's one where I just got to protect the ball and try to find the completion and uh, to allow us to stay on the field. But... Um, that's one of the tough ones that I'm just going to have to look at on film, see what what actually happened, um, and and see if it was what I saw on the field at the time and um, just make a better decision next time and come back and I can't put my team in a position like that. Um, It's very frustrating. You you don't want that stuff to happen. Mitch, what were the Packers doing in the secondary tonight to make things tough on you guys? Yeah, they were doing a bunch of different stuff. They do a great job mixing it up, and uh, I think they did really well on first and second on to keep us in – tough third down situations and obviously uh, Coach Penn, he's really good on third down. He, he gurus it up and has a different bunch of different coverages, overload pressures and stuff that um, gave us trouble up front and in the back end tonight. So it's, we just gotta um, they just do a great job creating a lot of chaos, we make, which makes it hard on the offense. So we just gotta go back uh, continue to do our jobs and, and find ways to get in third and manageable and so we could just stay on the field and stay rolling. Um, but you gotta credit those guys. I think they, they played really well and Coach Penn put them in uh, a good spot to just uh, make more plays than we did tonight. Supporting guys could get the run game going out. 
Yeah, we definitely want to get the run game going a lot more. I think when when this offense is at its best, it's a balanced attack with the run game and the pass game, and um, we just didn't do a good enough job to get in a rhythm, and we had to lean more on the pass, um, which m- made it easier on the defense because they know it's coming. So we just when this offense is at its best, it's it's balanced, it's running, it's passing, um, and, and we're definitely getting the run game going. So I think that's something we'll look at. Uh, I still got to watch the film and see exactly what happened, but. I mean, we got three great running backs. We definitely need to get them going to get the ball in their hands. And uh, we got just got a bunch of playmakers. And it's frustrating when we have all these playmakers. And uh, you just feel like you left a lot of plays out there um, with not getting the ball in these guys' hands. Mitch, when you got to third and one a couple of times, weren't able to convert. I don't mm-hmm. But yeah. what was your early analysis? Yeah, I know one of them was on me specifically. I'm um, just trying to do too much with the pull. It should have just been an easy hand and ride the wave and, and convert on that. The one I pulled and uh, kind of looked like I was going to have a throw with the RPO. So I know that one was on me, and I can't exactly remember the other couple ones. I think just maybe missed assignments. Um, I'm going to have to go back and watch the film. But, yeah, just uncharacteristic. When we get in those third and ones, it, it, I feel like as an offense and the confidence I have in these guys, it should almost be automatic being third and one. And but you got to give them credit. They made the plays. We didn't. And uh, like one of those, it would just be like a misassignment. And then me doing too much, not doing my job, just handing the ball off. So um, just got to look at ourselves, be critical when we get back to this film. And next time we get in those situations, it's got to be automatic. It's got to be third down. Don't do too much. Do your job. Just hand it off. Let's get the first down and, and keep things rolling. So it's very frustrating. Mitch, how, do you think, how do you think you threw the ball today? I felt like it was coming out of my hand really well. I felt like I was seeing the defense uh, pretty well for the most part, and I was put in the spots where guys can make plays. Um, but overall, it just wasn't good enough, and it wasn't enough for, uh, for my team to win. So we just I think we just got to be better as a team. I got to be better and, uh, and look at myself and um, watch this film and make sure I come back and improve from it. There was a moment in there, Adam Johns, I almost thought he was like tearing up. Oh, his voice cracked. Yes, and uh, not tearing up, but like he kind of wanted to. It, I don't know if that's accurate or not. I mean, it was just me sitting there looking at. And, I'm glad he didn't. Oh, I know that would have been bad. Yes. I was like honestly sitting there, like hold it together, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that. Just again, him to to me walk, seeing him walk up without his suit on, and like you said, you could hear the expressions in his voice, the emotions in his voice. You use the word crushing. Yeah, it's part of it. That's why I don't buy when he said in there that you know he didn't let the the, the, the hype, hype and the, the hoopla. Game. Oh, oh yes, it, it, it's the, it's prevalent with this team. Yeah, it's part of this team now. The hype and hoopla is part of this team. But this gets back to what we were talking about before we played Trubisky there. I th- I think part of my concern here is it's not just what was said in the offseason. It's that everyone involved in this thing believed it. That Mitch made those throws in the fourth quarter against the Eagles and was making those strides. And you go into the offseason and this whole idea that he understands the offense. He's ready to go. Put it all together on the field. And not only did it not look like progress was made, but the entire thing looked like regression. Yes. 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 And 
I'm not going to sit here and pin it all on Mitch because we keep talking. I don't think his coach helped him. I don't think his offensive line helped him. A lot of situations tonight did not help him. But you're still looking for a guy in his third year to take charge and help fix that problem and to make a big throw in a big spot. To With all these penalties, do you know how discouraging it was then to see him have a delay a game multiple times yeah. in those spots? Like That's where it just... It, just kept going downhill and no one can stop it and great quarterbacks stop it yes yes if the game got away from Mitch Trubisky it got away from Matt Nagy if Mitch Trubisky was bad Matt Nagy was worse I agree I agree I think that's all accurate was not a good night I guess the question now is is it an aberration or... Well, they're going to have to prove a, it. Is yeah, this a yeah. problem? We don't have anything to hold it to. It's not good that you have to play the Broncos next week. No, it is not. It is not. It is not. Like, I'd almost rather have the home game against the Saints next week. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Because at least their defense isn't as good. It, yeah. Denver never loses at home yeah. in September. Yeah. Now, though, I will say their offense isn't good right yeah <laughs> look i i know one but, thing every trubisky critic has a lot of fuel for the fire i know right now they could just pour that gasoline on i don't know if mitch is zero dark 10 yet but he should be right now yeah and you and i but for you and we don't have any water right now no put out no there there's, there's there's no reason to put it's it up out to let, him. let it burn it's up let to the burn. bears yeah this is in their hands they got to prove it and tonight was not good it was not good. Let's hear from Matt Nagy, too, before we get out of here. Um, to his credit, he did take a lot of the ownership for what happened tonight. You'll hear that here. Here's Matt. It's terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. And, again, uh, it's it's unacceptable. There's no there's no excuses. The, every fan that showed up from Chicago today that was a Chicago Bears fan, should, they should be upset And and uh, because that's not who we are. That's uh, We're better than that. And, like I said, it starts with me. So, I, I, uh, again, I told the guys that – that we didn't have that all year last year you know and so is it a preseason thing no it's not a preseason thing our defense just did they they played pretty well today not playing in a preseason um but what it comes down to is just us needing to be better and and um if there's one thing that i feel like is one of my strengths it's it's being able to accept this kind of stuff and then try to do everything you can to fix it you man up you talk to um you know your players you get input you talk to your coaches and you demand better and that's what we need to do. Why is the 51-yard field goal considered too far for a kicker who said to have a, a big leg? He does have a big leg. It's, it's, uh, I don't think the number matters as much as it is um, really from – I'm just putting trust into what our special teams coaches are saying. you know. And so if they feel like at one end it's different than the other, um, that's, just, that's just what he told me. And I have to, we have to stick by it. If, I, if, I, if we start breaking that and start reaching and we go out there and he kicks a 51-yarder and misses it and now – they get the ball at that spot it just uh it just breaks our rules you know so i have trust in him making i mean he's made multiple you know kicks past that i agree with you but there's certain situations whatever it is whether it's the wind or whatever that that Taves gives me that number and i just i go with that why was there the lack of an offensive rhythm much of the day uh, again, I, I think it was a, a combination of what uh, what they did on defense, and then just us. Uh, we, we were, I think, early on in the game. It felt first couple first downs. We we got a, a nice chunk on first down, and then we would get first and ten. And it was second and nine, second and eight. Then it's third, and you live in third down against this defense. 
he if you go back and look at the numbers this defense is one of the meaning green bay is one of the best green one of the best defenses on third in that medium range in the nfl they're good at it so we can't get in those situations and we got in them how do you think mitch saw the field tonight i think he saw it okay you know but that's not again it's i i didn't help him at all i didn't help him i gotta i gotta help him uh and and then we got to get the run game going that that that's uh uh 15 rushes and 65 plays you're, you're down seven to three and but we we uh again that's something that we're going to as a staff we're going to get back together and we're going to figure out okay um you know what are we doing as coaches and how can we get better to help these these kids out so Matt, those lack of rushes that just what they were giving you or is it just the flow of the game i, I think it was flow of the game it was the flow of the game it was the flow of the game we we uh we just couldn't get in a rhythm. It's as simple as that. And then you have a you have a, a big play. We I just I think we had that play to Montgomery down the seam, and then then it happened, you know. And then we have the the miscommunication, the personnel, and then it's just like here we go again. Um, we had a third and forty at one point, you know. I don't have a play call for third and forty, so uh, you know now you're just trying to flip the field and do whatever you can. Matt, you said before the game, or you said this week that you weren't worried about rust. And you're saying yeah. I really don't believe that. I, I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with my gut. I really feel that. I really do. Um, I know what our guys can do. And, and again, um, I, I want to make sure. I don't. I don't think. I look back. At the, I'll watch the tape and I'll see that. And there's times throughout the game where um, I know I'm going to be upset because I know we as an offense are better than that, right? But I think. I think. Um, I think I think I can be better too. Matt, you, you've talked so much about Mitch being advanced in the offense and the type of questions he asks you. And did you see his experience coming out tonight at times? There was times where it did. Yeah, yeah. There's times, and he, he's seeing things again. Um, uh, they disguise well. They do different things, uh, and that's what defenses do. So, but we we just gotta we gotta get in a better rhythm. Whether that's personnel wise, whether that's um, you know stacking completions, getting the run game going different ways. But we gotta we gotta go back to the drawing board. And and I'm not I'm not in, I'm in zero panic mode. I'm in a frustration mode because I just feel like um, that. M- I know, I know we're better than that. We practiced. We had a great week of practice. This breaks my rule of a good week of practice and normally success didn't happen tonight. So, um, uh, again, you have high character, good people. You figure out what the heck went wrong. You watch it on tape, and then what you got to do is see. We don't hold on to this stuff. So just like last year, we lost the first game of the year. We, we didn't. We, we came into work and we forget. You, you move on. See, losers hold on to that stuff. We're, that's not what we are. From a personnel standpoint, what do you feel you got out of Montgomery today? Well, it was again. Um, when he had his touches, which was, I think was six of them, you know, uh, I thought he did well. He had that nice catch down the sideline. So it's hard for me because I want to watch the tape and truly see, uh, again, all, all three of those guys. Um, it's That part is new to us a little bit. And so we got to make sure that, again, we figure out how to get that thing right. And luckily, it is the first game of the year. Matt, when things are disjointed and everybody can kind of feel it. Yeah. How can the quarterback himself 
pull you out of that? In, in sort of, in other words, what do you look for Mitch to do for you guys in a situation like that where it's just not going? Just staying positive, not getting frustrated. It's so easy in that position to get frustrated and uh, and get angry and try to figure out like here, you know, here we go again. And, and I thought that um, to his credit, he 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 um, ver- even versus last year, our first time together. This year, he he, he never came off the sideline like totally in a, in a mode where it, okay, it's the next possession. And to credit to our defense, it was a four point game for the longest time. And I just kept feeling like, man, we get that ball back. We just get one touchdown, get that one score, go up 10-3, 10-7, and now we go. Now we go. But we just never found that. And it, it, it... you know, it was, it's, it's super, super frustrating. And, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have anything else for you other than, uh, it's my job to make sure that I get our coaches better and I get our players better and I get myself better. You had a little bit of rhythm there at the end when you went a little bit more tempo. Yeah. Is that something you go to early in the game next time? Do you trust you, Mitch to get to that early? Yeah, you could. And we have that. You know, we've done that before. Uh, I think it's all predicated on, on what you believe you can do. Um, and so, and usually when you're in a rut and there's no rhythm, that's the first thing you default to is tempo. Uh, and then we, we, uh, we we just we tried to we tried to get into it and try to run around a little bit and get into it and we just never found that rhythm never and I mean we I don't we didn't have a whole lot of plays inside the twenty I don't think not that I remember yeah. why was Deion Bush in the game there you guys had him in for the possession and the long ball I, the touchdown I don't know I'd have to I'm not sure I'm not sure I I'll have to look go ahead. So Matt, you talked about, we talked about this last year all the time, that every game, at least in the outside world, seemed to be a referendum on the quarterback. What do you mm-hmm. say to those fans who were out there today in the soccer? Yeah, well, it, it's, it, it comes with the territory at that position. The head coach and the quarterback, it, it's, it's our job to understand that when you win, you usually get all the credit. When you lose, you get, you, you get that too. That's okay. It's fine. It, it's, um, you, 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 we'll, we'll work. We'll talk together. We'll figure out the why part. Um, I'm, I'm, I have zero concern. Um, it's just the I just know the expectations of knowing that we can be better um, than what we showed tonight. And like I said to to our to our fans, um, they have every right to boo, every right to boo. So um, we get it that we, I, the way they showed up tonight and how crazy rowdy they were and how supportive they were of our team. Um, I'm glad our defense stepped up. I thought our defense. I don't want to take away from what our defense did. They they and, and Coach Pagano and w- the way he got his guys ready um, against that offense who no one knew what really what they're going to do those guys stepped up tonight they made they had one or two big plays they had a they had a long throw and then they had a pass interference um, but for the most part our defense played pretty well I, I'll take that part away from it if I can find some positive um, and then uh, but again going back to the fans they deserve better and and uh, that's what we need to do. As a coach of the team with, with such high expectations and coming out of this, do you present this to them as, as an aberration or something that's a reality check and maybe some humility that was necessary? To the team? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's it there's humility there just for the fact that I know that our guys we, we felt we feel really good. We felt good going into it. Um, I, I don't know what the exact word is for it other than that. What you can't do and what you can't fall into the trap of is all of a sudden making this seem like it was a Super Bowl and we just lost a Super Bowl. We didn't lose a Super Bowl. We lost the first game of the regular season. Now, all the other stuff I get, and I'm with you, I, and that's going to be made clear to, to everybody um, that it does matter. That's not what I'm – but uh, we just need to make sure that we pull back and understand, okay, we're 0-1. 
We were zero and one last year. Let's go ahead and figure out how we rally together. How, how much was Trey Burton missed in this offense tonight? How much what? Was Burton missed in the offense tonight? Um, you know, he he was he would have been. It would have been nice to have him, but that's not any reason why why we played the way we played on offense. You know, Trey's a great player, and he understands him and Mitch have good timing. Um, you know, we we put him out there to see where exactly he's at, and we just felt like it wasn't. It was close, but we we felt like he wasn't 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 the right time. So, um, I think with Trey, as you get a little bit of experience. You know, at that at that position, and um, so personnel wise, it gives you a little bit of flexibility. Do you expect him next week? I, I hope so. Yeah, I I, I don't want to say yes or no either way, but I do feel like he was really close today. So we'll just see. We'll see how the week of practice goes with him, and um, and, and 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 hopefully he can. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to think that Trey Burton isn't that important yeah. to, to this offense. I get the similarities between this game. In the Eagles game, just for how out of sync things looked. But at least Trubisky made big plays and had a pass rating over 100 in the second half of the Eagles. They had solutions in that game. Yes, this game just felt wrong from the beginning for the Bears. And where was Adam Shaheen? He was getting run over by Kyle Long. Oh, my God. First of all, I'll give Kyle credit because I was sitting there thinking the same thing. Pick the ball up. Yeah, yeah. That's scary. But you also don't need a giant 300-pound man coming in and diving at Adam Sheen's legs. That was scary for a guy who's had major injuries and yeah. you're going to need this year. But, that, like again... The way this game was going, I thought he was hurt. Oh, man. I thought he was hurt. Yeah, and had he injury. came off the field. Did he ever come back in? I don't know. I don't know. Look, just in terms of... Again, he's another guy. Where was he in the game plan? You know... You had to have contingency plan. I, I know they put Trey Burton through a big workout before the game, but you need him. You need backup plans. We talked about them having backup plans. Apparently, Trey Burton. They, they didn't have answers. Apparently, he is that important. Yes. I, I don't think he, he should be that important. If, if that's true, that's a problem. Well, that might be one of the problems, yeah, though. That's a problem. That's a problem. But Nagy at least did sound optimistic that he'd play in Denver. Is Akeem Hicks okay? Yeah, that's another thing we should talk about. There was a lot of weird defensive rotations going on. Yes, and there was like one series where Hicks sat out the entire series yeah. until third yeah. down. So like on the, the Aaron Rodgers bomb, Khalil Mack wasn't on that field for that play or the play after that. And then when Mack came back on the field, Leonard Floyd left the field two plays later, touchdown. Yeah. I get that you want to spell, guys, but you did all this extra conditioning after practices with your starters, they were pretty well rested, too. I don't get it. I don't get it. Puzzling things by the Bears coaching staff. Now, all that said, good game for Chuck Pagano. But, yeah, odd, odd. It's just funny how Aaron Rodgers is able to take advantage of a situation like that. Yeah. Well, it's going to be an interesting week at Hallis Hall. And boy, they're going to have the weekend off. Yeah. Boy, is it. Like. Yes. Yes. So Nagy will talk tomorrow, as far as we know, unless they've changed schedules or anything like that. And then, um, you know, maybe it's not a bad thing. I think everyone can kind of use some time off here to to regroup and, and figure out what the heck happened tonight because it's, uh, it's really, really hard to explain. And, um, yeah. See if they can get it back together against the Broncos next week. Yeah. Yeah. 
no one, even the harshest Trubisky critics, I don't think they even foresaw something this bad. I know. That's that's what's... Yeah. You kind of felt it early on in the game. All of a sudden, a couple of tweets would pop up like, oh, man, Mitch. You know, it was kind of the same. But then he started making some throws. The one down the left sideline that uh, Allen Robinson... Yeah. You know, it's a good ball. Anthony or uh, David Montgomery down the same, and then you There's penalties. Just, and I know it's not fair to compare him to Aaron Rodgers, though. But Aaron, for a game in which they only had seven points, he made some incredible throws in this game. Yeah, like. To me, there's only one, but I know he had that one that was a broken down play turned into like a Brett Favre like pitch. I think that actually was a design play. You think so? If you go back roll and watch out? it, because if the offensive lineman go, they flew out, out there, like it was you a think screen. like it was a screen and Aaron yeah. Rodgers had to escape and it turned. Okay, I know yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, he, the long, the deep pass, their big play of the night. Yeah. The ball's on the money, like yeah. 40 yards downfield. Yeah. Then he had the one that Buster screen broke up on Devontae Adams on the right sideline, the near sideline for us. That ball was right where yeah. it should have been. It was an incredible pass. It's Aaron Rodgers, man. I know. And and it's not fair to compare Mitch to Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, there's but a you lot. You draft the guy second overall. I know. There's a all. lot of people that say it is fair. Yes. No, it's fair. Cause you, it's absolutely fair. You drafted him second yeah. overall. Yeah. And it's year three. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Bad, 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 bad. Just some of those passes, too. Like, they're just, they flutter. They're like wobbly. Yeah, well, yeah, just in terms of... The way it comes out of his hand yeah. tonight. Well, Rod- I mean, Rodgers pops. He pops like... There's no quarterback playing right now. You eat, Like, Drew Brees flutters a little mm-hmm. bit. But in terms of pop, like even... I don't even think Patrick Mahomes has the similar pop that... At least not yet. The consistent pop and placement on passes that Aaron Rodgers has. Yeah. All right, we should get out of here. Um, tough one tonight for the Bears. Not completely unexpected that they lost. To me, though, completely unexpected that the offense looked that bad. Yes. I'm, I am stunned by it. I really am. I have no answers. Um, not going to jump the ship. I think you need a lot more sample size than yeah. one game. Um, but, poof, that's a... It certainly makes you doubt thirteen and three in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Who did that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know what? Look, fifteen more of these left. Yes, long season. Long season. Long season. All right, uh, we'll be here for it all. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H O G E at Adam Johns J A H N S. Read us at wgnradio.com slash bears, theathletic.com. It's all on your athletic app. Uh, we are also taking off the weekend. Well, tomorrow we got Nagy, but um, our next episode will be Tuesday. The athletic only. The Athletic only for athletic subscribers. Um, seems like most people are on board, though. Yeah. Come we got on. Some positive feedback for that. So um, Tuesday on The Athletic and your athletic app. We'll talk to you then. Whew. Can the Bears get back on track? Vic Fangio, Bryce Callahan await. Owen Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, too. Joe Flacco. Yeah, that makes you feel a little better. Yes. Yes, it does. We'll talk to you next week.